Hey, we're the Arkells, and you're listening to Music A to Z Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Music A to Z podcast. I'm Steve Ferguson. I am Douglas Ferguson. Well, because we're between Alphabet Runs, once again, we are going to be talking to a local Vancouver talent and getting some insight on the local uh, music industry. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself, madam? All right. Well, I'm Maya Ray. I'm 15 years old and I'm, a, uh, I guess, an upcoming singer-songwriter in Vancouver. Well, tell us first off, like, how, how did you start? How did you get in- involved in all this? You've been doing this for a few years now, yeah? Yeah, that's a good question. Um... Well, I really just have been in the kind of the music scene for the past couple of years, but I really started singing when I was, I think, nine or ten. And um, and then I met some people, and then I made my album last year called Sapphire Birds um, on the Cellar Live label with Corey Weeds and Miles Black. And that's kind of, I've kind of been in the, the jazz scene these days. <laughs> um, yeah, super fun. I love singing, so so ja- jazz is your thing. Who are your, uh, your inspirations? I mean... I mean, obviously, there's some jazz inspirations, but are there any inspirations who are also outside of jazz? Yeah. Um, well, these days, I'm actually really into India Ari. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's mm-hmm. incredible. And I, I'm not going to say I'm exactly jazz. I really, I do love doing jazz, but it's, I don't only do jazz music. As you, I mean, if you heard my album, it's not just jazz. It's also, mm-hmm. um, and India Ari is obviously not a jazz artist. So, um, and also Amy Winehouse, I guess you could say she's kind of jazzy but kind of in the mix yeah 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 Yeah, so those are kind of the people that i listen to did you even know like from a young age that uh, singing was something you wanted to pursue i think so i don't don't even remember (laughs) um but yeah definitely when i started singing lessons i knew that it was something that i definitely wanted to pursue and was a passion of mine did you grow up here in vancouver yeah i was born here (laughs) right on one of those un- those uh, people who actually is uh, born here and stayed here because I find that more and more that's uncommon. Um, yeah, I'm one of those strange enigmas myself. Yeah. Or, I we all are. Uh, are you considering uh, for your music career staying in Vancouver, or have you have you considered leaving leaving Vancouver and exploring other other cities and? Uh... Yeah, um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm definitely I'm looking to create more relationships and connections in other places as well. But I've established a good base in Vancouver, so I mean, I'm definitely not gonna rule out Vancouver for any music um, things in my life. But definitely, I want to kind of broaden my range of connections and also, you know, go other places and check out other music scenes as well. Cool. So, what do your uh, your peers, your peers at school, and your friends think of your music career? It's not not um, too many people well, can actually, claim that. Yeah. Well, I actually moved schools this year, um, so now I'm in a, a halftime program. So I'm doing school halftime and then music halftime um, and all the other stu- uh, students in that program as well have another passion so um, they're very supportive of my music career I have other friends that are figure skaters and they do all different types of things so um, yeah everyone's really artsy and they definitely support me and my music what else should we know about you besides besides your music what other what other things do you do you like to do what other interests do you have I mean let's let's get the full Maya Ray <laughs> scooper oh well, <laughs> I love acting so like I, I used to I was interested in musical theater for a while. Definitely I wouldn't pursue musical theater as a for myself because I'm musical theater like singing and music is not necessarily what I do. But I definitely enjoyed that, so that was a passion. What else? I like science, biology. <laughs> yeah. Um, but music is my main focus and my main passion. So 
Well, actually, I, I mean, in that question alone, it answers a couple of my, my, my things. <laughs> like, how do you balance the school? And, I mean, apparently, that's how. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> special school just for. Yeah, exactly. Great. Well, uh, what do you like listening to? Like, what kind of music? Uh, I mean, you named a few mm. already, but, um, like, even, you know, if there's, like, some guilty pleasures you want to throw in there. Like, <laughs> but uh, what kind of music like, do you just, like, listen to on Spotify or in your spare time or whatever, yeah. whatever you know? That's a good, um, well, as I said before, India Ari, I'm really into her music Yeah, right absolutely. Now. So, and just all of her music's incredible, so I just like to, like to jam to that. Well, I mean, the music that my generation listens to now is not um, the best music <laughs> in my opinion. But, I mean, of course, I find myself listening to that because that's what everyone else listens to. It's always around. It's on yeah. the radio. So, yeah. yeah, but it's definitely not the music that I would personally sing. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's kind of... An inevitable thing to listen to, I guess. My age. So, what was the uh, the recording process like for for your album? Like 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 from from the beginning up until the completion. I mean, what was that like? That must have been a huge undertaking. Yeah, it was very yeah very large process. I mean, I started. Oh, I mean, I guess in May of 2016, and then I re- went into the studio in September, and then um, it came out in February. So it's kind of almost a full year process to do it all and. But it was actually, the recording process itself is actually really easy because um, the band and myself just went in once and the band kind of, they did it all perfectly. <laughs> um, so they didn't have to go in the studio again. But I went in a couple of times to, you know, add harmonies and, you know, fix things up here and there. So, um, but overall, the recording process was actually really simple. It was just kind of um, picking songs, which is obviously a, a difficult process because I want everyone to be something that I relate to. But once I once I figured out what songs I was going to do, and then one of the studio was actually pretty pretty simple after that. <laughs> well, because we're we're dummies and we've never been part of that process whatsoever. Like, how do you uh, <laughs> how do you get together like a band and like mm-hmm. a producer and stuff like that? Well, I guess I um, a couple years ago I met Corey Weeds um, when I went to actually a, a Tim Tamashiro show. Do you guys you guys probably know Tim Tamashiro? I don't know. If you know. He was a host of CBC Radio at one point. Anyway. Possibly. Okay, okay yeah. So I went to one of his shows, and then Corey was there. So um, we kind of made that connection. And then he introduced me to Miles Black, who played piano on the album, Andre Lachance, and Joel Fountain, and then Vince Mai as well, who played trumpet. And then that's kind of how we got the whole, the whole band together. And then um, Corey's label, Seller Live, um, I guess Dave Sakula, who was the producer on the album, he works um, with that label. So that kind of all just... Um, came to play there and then I recorded at Monarch Studios and yeah <laughs> so kind of everyone just kind of knew everyone and yeah it was kind of more yeah. connections and all that I think that's how, usually how it goes just all yeah. who you know and yeah yeah sense. exactly yeah those I mean those connections I mean basically what would you have if you didn't have connections <laughs> to, to other people like legitimately mm-hmm. like how, how would you be able to to get a leg up at all so do you want to name drop any of the any of the musicians that you worked with like yeah let's, <laughs> let's do it <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, as I said, Miles Black mm-hmm. is yeah, the pian- piano player. He's incredible. I'm sorry. You've probably heard some of this stuff before. <laughs> Corey Weeds played sax. Mm-hmm. Vince Mai played trumpet. Joel Fountain played drums. And Andre Lachance was on bass on the album. Yeah, those are kind of the main guys that I've been playing with recently because then I had my CD release and I just recently had a show at Pyatt Hall um, with them as well. Um, yeah. Do you play in instruments? I dabble in some instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with dabbling. Um, yeah, I sort of, yeah, I'm, I'm playing piano. I'm getting better at that. 
and um, dabble in guitar, and I also play some double bass as well. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Are there any instruments you want to learn? I really want to learn sax. That's something that I, yeah, aspire to. I, I want to be a good sax player, but also I can't sing with the sax. If you could if you could master it though, that would be a hell of an act. <laughs> yeah. I mean that yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And also the drums. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. What has the reception been uh, for your album so far? I think it's been good. <laughs> um yeah, it's been pretty busy. Um but I think people have enjoyed it. I'm actually working on another album. Right back on the now. horse, eh? Yeah, right. Yeah. So um it's going to have more originals now because my Sapphire Birds only had a couple of originals on there. Um, but this year, hopefully we'll have a little more than half. We'll see. I'm working on it. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so um, I think it had good response. <laughs> so let's talk uh, for a second about social media because yeah. social media, I mean, even in, the, even in the last five years, social media has changed the game yeah. uh, in such a tremendously huge, huge way. And in fact, I mean, the whole reason we know about you is because, you know, at, at some point we had connected briefly over Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we've had a lot of success over Twitter. Do you want mm-hmm. to talk about how social media has impacted your career and how you use it? Yeah. That's, yeah, great. <laughs> uh, well, definitely social media has um, impacted my career in many ways. I mean, everyone as well, like some people you know, get famous through just the internet and YouTube and all that. So, yeah, I have all the social media. My Instagram, my Facebook. <laughs> What's your Instagram account? Plug it. Maya Ray Music. And your M-A-Y-A. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My, I actually don't know my Twitter. <laughs> really Probably the same thing. Yeah, they're all Maya Ray Music. Um, but definitely I get a lot more um, people connecting with me through my social media um, pages and all that. And I think that's kind of one of the main factors of how I get my gigs and all that and meet other people as well. Like you guys. So just making connections is a big part and um, through social media, I guess. Have you ever touched base with somebody who was in like a place you wouldn't expect, like, you know, far off in a far off distant spot, like middle, middle nowhere, <laughs> Hungary or something like that? I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got, I have a few, I think, fans in Japan. <laughs> yes. Oh, Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, Japan is like a big thing. Love Japan. Um, yeah. do, you, do you know they really love Enya over there? <laughs> They just love her. That's yeah. true. <laughs> so much. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's pretty cool that, you know, there's people in other places, not just Vancouver, that are listening to my music and liking me. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. How do you go about, uh, like, publicizing your album? Like, getting people getting people to hear it? I mean, there's yeah. sort of obvious ways of, like, plugging it through Facebook or something yeah. like that. But, um, you know, that that's kind of, there's limitations even yeah. in that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, like through social, through Facebook and through social media, but, um, I think by doing that, people start sharing it around and, and also my friends share it around with their friends and it kind of gets through that way. Um, and I guess my generation really uses Spotify a lot. So, and then my album's on Spotify as well. So people kind of share the music around that way and kind of, I guess, gets around there. (laughs) Yeah. Do you ever do, uh, like cross promotions or thought about doing cross promotions with uh, with uh, businesses like Zulu Records or anything along those lines? I, I don't know if I've thought about it, but I mean, that's a cool idea. Yeah. So yeah. maybe sometime <laughs> I'll think about that. Yeah. I know there's, uh, it seems like this day and age, it's it's typical for, for small artists to just kind of release their albums digitally, but have you ever like wanted or, or have any goals to like have like vinyl pressings or cd releases or anything yeah like oh well i i actually did i had a cd release last year oh, so well, i had printed go. a lot of cds and stuff but i definitely um i wanted to print them as some vinyl <laughs> records too but 
That hasn't happened yet. Maybe for the next one. Because vinyl's making a, uh, a strangely huge comeback. Oh, I, I have a record player. I yeah. love it. It's my favorite thing. So, yeah. yeah my heart broke when my record player when my record player broke, and then then it mysteriously started working again. I'm happy again. Oh. <laughs> like, like, oh, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's getting bigger now for some reason. I don't know. It's just like the new. It's kind of come back. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about about uh, the Vancouver music scene. How have you found making music and performing music in Vancouver? Like, like, do you find that it's you know that it's it's really warm and receptive, or do you find yeah. that it's very difficult for an artist to kind of put the put the word out about it in yeah. in Vancouver? Well, I've been very lucky to have you know made the connections that I had and made the relationships and been able to play with such incredible musicians um, at different venues and stuff. But I think in general. It's, it is a little difficult to, you know, get gigs and for people to hear about you and all that. Um, but I think it's getting better. I think it's, it is very receptive and people, um, you know, it's, it's surprising actually how many people would come out to like my shows and stuff that I, I didn't know. Just, you know, because, you know, they know the musicians that I'm playing with and they hear about it from other people. So yeah, I think it is very receptive and um, yeah, it's, it's been great for me so far. But I'm very, I'm very fortunate to have met these people. Do you have a favorite venue? Well, <laughs> um, well, I just had a show, as I mentioned before, at Pyatt Hall, mm-hmm. which was um, a pretty, pretty fun experience. That was probably one of the bigger theaters that I played in. What made um, it fun? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> um, well, it was sold out, which was which Ooh. made me really happy. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, I didn't expect that. And I had two shows and they were both sold out, which made me like, wow, this is pretty exciting because that's never happened before for me. Um, and it was just super fun. I was playing with a, well, not a huge band, but um, Miles and all the other guys. And I had some background singers. And it was just a super fun night. And people really enjoyed it, too. So that made me really enjoy it. So, yeah. Nice. Fantastic. What sort of connections have you made with uh, with other independent artists in Vancouver? Like, uh, have you, I'm assuming you probably met like quite a few who are kind of in the same position that you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, usually when that happens, we kind of try to collaborate and... So that's kind of also how I make my other connections with other artists. Um, and it's super fun to meet other artists who are, you know, trying to make it in the music biz <laughs> and, you know, sharing ideas and co-writing and all that stuff. It's, it's pretty fun to do with um, other artists. Background singers that um, played with me at Pyatt Hall, um, Siobhan Walsh and Lauren Michelle, um, they were, I just met them actually. And they, that was the first time that I actually ever sung with them. And it was super fun. And um, we had a great time. So it's, it's just fun to make those connections and, um, you know, have that relationship for future shows or anything like that. Well, what do you uh, see is like, your, like, what is your ideal music goal? Like, what would make, like, what, I guess, what is your idea of success in your, in your industry right now? Yeah. Um, well, I just want to keep, you know, playing music and making other people happy with my music. Um, yeah, that's just kind of the main goal for me is to just, and I want to always enjoy doing my music and not get to a point where it's, it's like a, it's a, um, you know, a job for me or yeah. a chore. I don't want that to be how I look at my music. I want to just continue to enjoy it and love doing what I'm doing. That's, that's cool. a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to play, uh, you want to play a little game? Uh, I'm going to list a few artists slash bands, and I want you uh, to just say the first word that comes oh. to your mind <laughs> when when I uh, I mention them. First word that comes to your mind, I think. Okay. Okay? Okay. Grizzly bear. Rar. That's a fantastic answer. Uh, Iggy Azalea. Hey. Uh, you too. 
Rock. Captain Beefheart. R. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Simple plan. Hot dog. You say hot dog? <laughs> okay. They are kind of like, you know, yeah. the hot dog. Of sort of exactly processed and, and browned <laughs> out. Like and reformed. <laughs> you eat a hot dog while listening to them, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rush. I don't know who that is. Actually, I've heard of them, but I don't know who that is. So. Gordon Lightfoot. Chew. <laughs> uh, Miles Davis. Jazz. <laughs> Drake. Hotline Bling. Is that him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was him. <laughs> uh, Edith Piaf. French. George Michael. Babe. Babe. <laughs> right on, right on. The last ones are bad. <laughs> 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 the other ones I was like, oh. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Rush is one of the most iconic Canadian bands ever. Yeah. From la- Well, I mean, I mean, admittedly, before your time and our time. Our time. And, really yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, still, you know, they yeah. have a legacy. They're still around. I, I should know them. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't have to. If just, But if you're going to listen to Rush, just get Ely, put in, oh, maybe this is a reference this before your time. You just have to imagine Pinky from Pinky and the Brain scene. No, you look confused. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 go from there. What sort of television? Like, if you just want to come home and you just want to unwind or whatever, what sort of TV do you like to watch? Wow, I don't. I don't. I don't really watch a lot of TV. Actually, it's not true. I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to stick to a story here. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't. I don't. Not into scary stuff. Yeah. I. I can't watch scary things. That's like not what I. I'm just, like, feel-good show, like, family style. <laughs> Something like that. All right. All not, right. like, not, not scary stuff. What about books? Are you much of a reader? It's okay. It's no wrong answer. I'm not much of a reader, so don't yeah, feel bad. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> I really should I really do, lo- like, love books when I get into one. Mm. It's just I really don't have a lot of time to read books. Mm. You know? So you, you, I guess you find that a lot of a lot of your time is, is occupied at this point by yeah. by you know pursuing music yeah. and stuff like that. That's yeah. great. What sort of other hobbies then uh, do you think like would you do to decompress? Do you, like that? Say people might not know. Do you like to cook, for example? <laughs> oh. I I'm not much of a cooker. <laughs> I don't I don't really cook a lot of food. <laughs> no. Just like listening to music. I mean, it's all music for me. That's but no, that's just listening fair. to some like meditation music. Some like yeah. I like to meditate. No, fantastic. Okay, yeah. so let's say uh, fifteen years down the road, yeah. what, like, where do you see Maya Ray? Where's she going to be in fifteen years? You think? Like, what's she going to be doing? Ooh. Um, I'll probably be done school by then. Yeah, I'll be done school by then. <laughs> you never know. Well, like, unless, yeah, unless you know. go back and like Steve has, and then yeah, <laughs> and suddenly, I mean, you know, I'd like to have a band, like a cool, a cool band. <laughs> <laughs> um, and still gigging. I'd want to, you know, and do some jazz fest and stuff like that. Yeah, as I said before, just continue to make music. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to be, um, but just want to be doing what I love. So that's just the main thing for me. Right on. Do you have you had any um, in your career thus far? Have you had any like uh, obstacles that that say you weren't anticipating or that you found particularly particularly challenging that you managed to overcome? <laughs> I probably have. I mean, everyone kind of experiences some obstacles in their career, in their life. So, I mean, there's all, always some people who have other opinions and, you know, that's not always easy to deal with other have people. Have you gotten negative reviews? 
Yeah. I mean, I think everyone experiences both negative and positive. I mean, it's it's life. I don't know not- if I could deal with it myself, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, not everyone. <laughs> it's tough. Like, when yeah. you put your, like, so much work into something, and then so, yeah. and people, like, they just listen to it once, and like, nah, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course. I mean, people have different opinions, and, you know, some people may not like the music that I do, and, um, but I kind of just, you know, that's, thank you for your opinion, but <laughs> I'm going to keep doing what I love and do it the way I want to do it, and so, you know. So it's not that I, like, I take it to heart and I do kind of analyze what they said or anything like that, but I don't really analyze it too much so that it's, like, you know, makes me stop doing music because that's what I love to do, so. Okay. So a bit of a tangent. Dream vacation. <laughs> what is your dream vacation? Oh. Well, I really want to go to Africa, like, on a safari. I've always wanted to. Or, um... Also, go to Japan. <laughs> also, really, want, I just yeah, I think it's pretty cool there too. Let's just all go to Japan. Yeah. Let's all do that right now. Yeah, we, we'll find a lot of fans <laughs> between the three of us. Like, yeah, we'll be superstars. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be bathed in attention. They'll be paying us left, right, and center. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's uh, exactly what happened. Do you have a particular uh, particular studio you like to record at, or do you like to record in various places? Well, it's a different experience in all of them. So I, I have recorded in a couple of different ones, um, like Monarch. It's a pretty big studio because it fits, you know, the whole band and everything. So that was a super fun experience because we kind of, we all recorded at the same time and it was just like a jam session and then we recorded it. So that was super fun. Um, but I've also recorded in The Palace here in Vancouver, which is just a small um, uh, kind of home run studio, which is also um, super fun and cozy. So it kind of depends, but it depends what I'm doing and what I'm kind of recording for and kind of that but yeah there's nothing in particular that i like no place that i so if you got the opportunity to like uh say do sort of a david bowie and like i'll go to berlin and and record in like a city or something like that would there be like one that you'd be like oh i would love to record you know oh wow i don't know i mean it'd be super cool to record somewhere else other than vancouver (laughs) i mean vancouver's great too but i've always wanted to record in la just because i love it there anyways yeah no place in particular just yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Fantastic. And your musical travels, have you have you met somebody sort of like professionally that you've sort of like secretly like are fangirling over? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> wow. Girl, you're just so chill. It doesn't matter how big the celebrity is. And <laughs> they come over, you're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> That's probably, that'd probably be me in the moment. And then later I'd look back at it and be like, oh my God, wow, <laughs> this happened. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> probably, I mean, I met Sarah McLaughlin, which was pretty cool. That is I pretty cool. Very, I love her. She still lives here, right? North Shore? So, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, so that was a pretty pretty fun experience for me, because I've been a fan of her music for <clears throat> a very long time. So I'd love to hear a story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, last, I guess, last summer, yeah, um, here in Vancouver, you know Barbalika? Have you heard of her? Canadian jazz vocalist. No, I don't think so. Sorry. No, well, you can look her up later. We can. Um, Yeah, she's pretty incredible. So I went to see her show um, when she was here for Jazz Fest. And then afterwards, um, because we were, just a little backstory before (laughs) before this happened, um, we were put on the same list for a, what was it, 30 under 35 or something um, on the CBC just um, for like talent length. Not Vancouver, Canada, something like that. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> something like that. Anyways, so um, after her show, I was going to get a CD from her. 
send a picture, just like, you know, a little fan would do. And then she said, like, as I, you know, approached her, it was my turn to um, talk to her. And she said, do I know you? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was already, like, out of it. Like, I was so close to her. This is crazy. I was so excited. <laughs> and then she said, you're Maya Ray, right? Like, you're a singer. And I was like, <laughs> and I blacked out. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that was a fangirl moment for me. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> that is pretty cool, actually, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever met George Strombolopoulos? Of our time of the <laughs> The confused look implies. <laughs> I don't think not really. Okay, I just I want to meet somebody who's met him because he's such a he's such a strange man to is, me. Is his show still going? He he now does radio, so he does over CBC oh, Radio the Strombo okay. Show and and stuff. I don't know. Some sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes he just comes across as being like all the way up here, and then other times he gets really, really, really deep down and deep personal. And I'm like, wow, that was really touching. Yeah. He's such an enigma to me. Oh, such okay. a bizarre person. I, yeah, I haven't seen him in ages. I, he was a big deal. I want to say like. It was probably ten years ago now. Like he was, he had when he had his show, and he seemed to interview everybody. He interviewed like, Kermit the Frog. That was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's, that's all of our <laughs> that's, goals. That's, right there. <laughs> we should get Kermit the Frog on this show. He's oh, he sings that'd be amazing. He does. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> so okay, let's say you've got like a four year old little girl who comes up to you, and she says, "I want to be a singer." What are you going to tell her? What are you going to tell her? Do it. <laughs> Um, and she says, okay, and then leaves. So. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> okay, let's say a little older so that they might understand more of what you have to say. <laughs> okay, eight, eight-year-old girl. And she's looking girl. to you for guidance. She's like, she's like, direct me. <laughs> oh, wow. Direct my life. <laughs> well, if you love it, if you love it that much, then you'll, you'll, you know, you'll do what you love and you'll pursue it. So I think it's just perseverance. And I think it's also a partly, you know, meeting the right people and, um, making these connections as I said before but you know anyone can if you really pursue what you love to do it's gonna you know come out the way you want I guess I mean not all the time but so boring logistics stuff are you completely independent like you you self-produce all the stuff or are you assigned to like a, a label of some kind or like my album you mean yep, yep um well yeah so Sapphire Birds was under the seller live label okay which is um Corey Weed's his um label uh so yeah so my album has been produced under his but i pr- produced a couple of singles um be- previously before the albums and that was kind of a more um oh wait, i lost the word for it but that was yeah independent <laughs> that's what i was gonna say that was a kind of more independent project for myself then, yeah. how does distribution work for that though so i mean i keep wanting to say there's a good sent to hmv but that's destroyed um so do they do they send out to various music shops and stuff or is it online only or how um, does this work yeah like my album again so um yeah it's kind of yeah, it's put on, like, iTunes and Spotify, and then um, from there it's kind of released onto websites and kind of spread around that way, so then different websites and some stores, like, um, some local stores in Vancouver sell it, too, so it's just... Who carries it? Um, Do you know? Yeah, I know one. It's Banyan Books, is that what it's called? <coughs> Banyan Books. Oh, is that the place on 4th? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I knew they had it at one point. I don't know if they still have it. Yeah. That's the one I know. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fair. Is it is um, distributed just in Vancouver, or do you have, like, a sales presence in Toronto, or...? Yeah, I think... Well, it's... I mean, it's on... I mean, you mean, like, physical copies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm actually not sure. I don't think so. It's digital. <laughs> yeah, so, like, on iTunes and websites and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, tricky question. Have you ever considered going, like, touring across Canada? 
Good question. <laughs> Next summer, I'm actually, yeah, I'm doing a, a mini tour around Canada but um, at the different jazz fests. So it's, yeah, but I'm pretty excited about that. That's kind of the first tour I've done. I haven't really traveled and done a lot of music. So this is kind of the first big thing that I'm doing. So I'm really excited about that. Are there any other uh, artists who are touring who you're looking forward to meeting and uh, hobnobbing with? Maybe uh, <laughs> sharing <laughs> some uh, Shirley Temples? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not that I know. Well, actually, um, we were just discussing this earlier, but um, in the Calgary Jazz Fest, I'm going to be playing with a, a youth big band, which I'm pretty excited about, meeting some other youth musicians. So I'm pretty excited about that. What are the dates? When can we catch you? <laughs> uh, oh, I haven't memorized the dates. But <laughs> I know Calgary is June 17th. Mm-hmm. Edmonton is June 28th. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know the other ones yet. Okay. Vancouver's in July, right? Vancouver, yeah. I think so, yeah. Because I, I think they're like they're very close to the Folk Fest down here too, right? Around at the same time? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think we just leave everything up. Well, I guess just... <laughs> anyone who's curious and listening can, can uh, go to your website and see the two dates there, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. It's myarraymusic.com? Yes. Great. Okay. Yeah, myarraymusic, R-A-E. So if somebody came to you and said like, I have to know for, for my own sake... What is your favorite song on your album, Sapphire Birds? What would you say? Wow. Hmm. I'm going to have to say my originals, just because they speak the most to me, personally. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I guess So Caught Up is the one that I most recently wrote, um, kind of about, because I, I used to go to an all-girls school, <laughs> um, so that was, I wrote that um, when I started at the, at the all-girls high school. And that was kind of about dealing with girls who um, really cared about what other people thought and the whole social media thing, because that's such a, you know, issue, I think, in our... I mean, I don't think social media is necessarily a bad thing when people use it um, properly and for promoting different things, but kind of the way my generation uses social media is just... I find it's a little pointless. So, anyways, that's kind of what I wrote that about, because I was struggling with that. So that one kind of means the most to me. Do you find that you have a hard time relating to uh, a lot of, a lot of your peers, or do you find that it's a mixed bag? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's this year has kind of gotten better because you know I I mean I used to be in full time school with all girls, and as I mentioned before, that it was it, it was a little difficult. But now being in a half time program with other students who also are pursuing their passions, um, it's made a big difference for me because I I found myself connecting with them you know more because they're also they have a big passion and they want to pursue that. So that's definitely um, changed the way that I look at my, <laughs> my peers. <laughs> I guess, uh, what is your approach to writing songs uh, versus like adapting them from like, like beautiful by Christina Aguilera. That's yeah. like a that's sort of like a different take on that one, but yeah, yeah you have original songs and yeah. you're saying you're making more. Yeah. Um, um, well, I kind of, I, I focus on writing more about, um, kind of what I'm dealing with in my generation because I find that's that's what I can talk about most because I haven't, you know, experienced You write what you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I write a lot about, um, like, girl empowerment stuff because that's what I'm... Um, yeah, I really want to share that message with the world and all that. So, um, yeah, I'm focusing kind of... I just recently wrote a song about, um, you know, girls dealing with various body image issues and stuff because I, I have a, a friend and other you know other girls my age really deal with um you know hard stuff like that so I wrote a song about that and I'm writing other songs also about just um 
kind of in general in the world and everything that's going on in the world. And, you know, because I think that's an important message that people need to hear. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, how do you choose songs that you do want to just, like, that already exist and you yeah. want to adapt? Like, um, well, I'm very careful with <laughs> what songs I uh, sing because... Well, I mean, a lot of songs, you know, are all, you know, about love and all that. And I haven't necessarily, I can't exactly connect with that in the way that they're, you know, for the purpose that they're written. So I tend to pick songs that are, are again, about like girl power and um, issues that can, you know, relate to myself and that I can relate to. So that's kind of how I pick my songs that I sing as covers. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to, this is your, your chance, is there anything you want to communicate to your fans who are listening to this right now? Anything you want to tell them? <laughs> Thanks for supporting me. <laughs> um, I'm excited to share my new songs and my new album coming soon, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And I have a show coming up, actually, um, at Shadbolt on April 4th. So, Great, yeah. you know, if you want to stop by, <laughs> that'd be fun. I think we should. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time out to come and chat with us, us poor humble folk here, and uh, braving the horrible Vancouver rainy weather. <laughs> that was just absolutely assaulting us. Yeah, I uh, took a canoe here. I don't know. <laughs> is there is there a song that uh, we can use to close out uh, to close out this episode off of your album? I think Sapphire Birds would kind of be a nice one to Sound end track. it off. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you again for coming. All right. Yeah, thank you. Well, then I'm going to close this up by saying Music A to Z podcast is hosted by Stephen and Doug Ferguson and is produced by me, Stephen Ferguson. You should check out our other works at DougJCFerguson.com and StephenGCFerguson.ca. People's faces in my early years All around me Joy for tears Familiar voices calm my fears And all these people I'm surrounded by everyone I love Sapphire birds fly high Singing their favorite song to my melody And as I'm swimming in the ocean I feel the wind to the
to 